The following podcast is a Dear Media production. In a study by Esquire, 54% of women said they'd rather be hit by a car than considered fat. If I'm being honest, I've been those women. So for me, this isn't just a podcast, it's personal. I'm Danielle Robay, TV host and journalist, and years of celebrity interviewing taught me that beauty isn't about what you look like, it's about who you become. Each week, I'm having thought-provoking conversations, digging into the stories of people who put a new spin on pretty. From entrepreneurs and authors to politicians and celebrities, no topic is off limits. So join me every Thursday for a new episode to feel pretty inspired, pretty seen, and best of all, pretty smart. Let some things be retrograde. Hi guys, welcome to That's So Retrograde. I'm one of your hosts, Stephanie Simbari, and I'm really excited for today's episode. We have Shannon Aganza, who is a dear friend. She's just such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to astrology. And I wanted to call her in to have a deeper dive conversation about the current cosmic scenario, just trying to get some clarity on how the cosmos reflect the culture. And I just love her depth of knowledge and the way that she talks about it with such insight and empathy. And I just loved having this conversation. And I feel completely encouraged and inspired to walk through these next couple of months with a little bit of a reprieve and with our eye on Um, how to live harmoniously together and the lessons that we're all learning collectively. So really hope that you enjoy listening as much as I enjoyed having the conversation. Also, in the realm of the cosmic uh, universe, we still have our TSR Cosmic merch. So uh, head over on to the link in our Instagram bio or the Dear Media shop page and become a part of the Orange Beanie Brigade. Get yourself a white crew or a green hoodie. These things are so cozy. And really cute. So if you haven't already done that, step into retrograde land with some cute cosmic merch. Without further ado, let's welcome Shannon Aganza back to the show. Thanks. Bye. All right. Hi, guys. It's me, Steph. I am here with Shannon Aganza, and we are going to do a little astro check-in, a little deeper dive into what's going on. 2021 is just revealing itself to be quite the interesting year. A lot's going on. It's definitely different than last year, and we feel a sense of relief. But I'm also feeling, I know people have been describing the energy as really hot and a little confrontational, and there's still like a lot of divided conversations, and I don't really know where we're all landing with each other. So I wanted to bring Shannon in to illuminate the space a little bit more and kind of talk about what's happening presently and what we can expect as we move into the end of the year and um, also into 2022, which I'm sure is also going to be a bag of surprises. So, hi, Shannon. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) And I know it's like, you know, sometimes we need to move into living the transits out, right? To be able to unpack it and know, um, you know, how they're revealing itself. And we really do have so much going on, you know, with, you know, the whole year. And there really is, you know, there's so many layers. That's all the cycles on cycles on cycles and how they all interact with each other. And mm-hmm. trying to remember, you said a couple little things, because I, I love how we could just, we could just talk about whatever <laughs> you ever want to talk about. I, I'm ready to go. But the thing you said, you were talking about, I think you mentioned like polarization. Yeah. 
like that. So I want to bring up a couple little things. The overview of that, like the, the bigger container, if we look at where the nodes are. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think you have a sophisticated audience that maybe they've heard of the nodes, you know, yeah. the, the North node right now is in Gemini, the South node is in Sag, and we will be in this configuration until January of 2022. So it's like, we're doing a lot of of working with those energies until we get <laughs> to 2022 where we have a few you know very dynamic shifts but so just just to just to make sure we, we all do know so the north node is kind of um is it like it's a representation of where, where we're heading or how, how does that like axis sort of shake out it's a very simplistic definition. The North Node is like the front of the boat. It's the direction we're going, our higher purpose. And the South Node is what we're refining or leaving behind or undoing. And I love the, you know, the Indian astrology depiction of that, where it's like the head of the dragon and the tail of the dragon. Cool. The North Node is where we're consuming, like we need, like what more do we need? We're, we're, developing something and then the tail of the dragon <laughs> like okay I digested this and now I'm letting it go it got all, it and the other thing that I like looking at the nodes like that really that's the first place I'll go if I'm trying to get a pulse on all of us like what is our collective karma mm-hmm. um, humanity level wise and so with the north node in Gemini south node in Sag One of the biggest things, like kind of my statement has been, we are developing critical thinking, Mm. developing discernment, our ability to discern, that's Gemini, that perception versus perspective. And so we're getting a lot of information. Like that's number one, North Mm -hmm. Node. There's a little bit of me, like a little, okay, I'm just going to wait for everybody's opinions. Everything is, there's so much and it's so quick moving. (laughs) Everyone is a fucking doctor on Instagram. I'll say that. (laughs) Everybody, and and it really, it's just really, I joy in the fact that it proves astrology <laughs> because yeah. it is like, oh, it went from taking like even taking, oh, I took a two-year course in astrology. Now I'm an astrologer, you know, where, you know, like you've heard me back in the day where it's like, I took like a 10-day astrology course and now I'm an astrologer and it just follows the nature. There's a little bit of a nature thing. Yeah. And- always corrects itself because as soon as, you know, the nodes move in a retrograde fashion, meaning um, when we go into January, that North node will move into Taurus, South node will move into Scorpio. And trust me, everything goes where it needs to go. We're able to really see what was real, what wasn't real. Interesting. Um, South node and Sag, it's that bigger picture, right? It's our bigger belief structures. Mm -hmm. And so we are being rattled. We are being asked to look at things differently, expand our awareness. Where have you felt like even downright righteous? And that that's the sort of tone that I'm looking at on a bigger level is, you know, we're be, what we're being asked to do is to remove ourselves from righteous thought, remove ourselves from, hmm. I just know, and allow the newer information to inform, right? 
I wish there was like a human humility situation that would be available in a more collective sense because I feel that that's what's like kind of lacking. And I think it's, I understand it. I understand that we we were tossed into this like crazy uncertain reality in 2020 and it just fucked us all up in such a crazy way. So what do you do when there's uncertainty? You have to bear down and try to understand and try to control it. Like I get all of that. But at the same time, if people could be like, I don't know. I think that would be just make more space for conversation, communication, investigation, um, harmony, all those things. Well, you just couldn't have said more eloquently the agenda of the South Node and Satch. That Interesting. is the agenda of the South Node and Satch. And so just to like even remind, you know, I remind myself on a daily basis and, you know, remind everyone that to have compassion for people, because that's the other thing that, again, things are coming up, you know, belief systems are being, you know, challenged about things. This is the forgiving part of Gemini Sag. It's it's mutable, meaning we're in motion. And if there were ever a time where it's like, okay, we can, we can mess up we can look at something and we can go, oh, okay, maybe that wasn't and remove our ego from it. There's never been a better time to be able to do that. So we can allow our mind maybe to go through, okay, I'm going to research or allow my mind to go through this thought basis. And by the way, this is holistic. It's not just like in the medical world, the political world. It's in all areas of life we're doing this. Mm-hmm. So we're speaking on a holistic level, which is why I go back to my original statement of what I was saying, you know, when they first went in is we are learning how to develop critical thought. All right, guys, let's take a break to talk about one of our sponsors today. We are talking about Sakara. We love Sakara. We've been into them from the very beginning. If you haven't tried them, I highly recommend giving their chef-crafted plant-rich meals a try. Looking for a reset? I'm doing one right now. Hit up Sakara. They have these incredible organic ready-to-eat meals that are made with powerful plant-based ingredients and are designed to boost energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. They are a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, and they believe that starts with what you eat. And we at That's a Retrograde believe that's true as well. Along with their delicious plant-rich meals, Sakara also offers daily wellness essentials like their supplements with herbal teas, and they have their best-selling metabolism super powder, which is made with raw cacao, which is like my drug of choice at the moment. And it works to boost energy and eliminate bloating, minimize sugar cravings, reduce fatigue, all the good things. And their menus are constantly changing. You can check out their website week to week. They're always delivering something delicious and wholesome for your body, your heart, your mind, your soul. Sakara does it right, guys. Head over to sakara.com slash retrograde. Use code retrograde20 at checkout and you will get 20% off your first order. This is an amazing deal. They're not messing around. Sakara.com, S-A-K-A-R-A.com. Code retrograde20. You'll get 20% off your first order. Try the meals out today, guys. Let us know what you think. We are so grateful to be partners with them. We're such fans of Whitney and Danielle and everything that they do. All right, guys, our next partner we are talking about today is Beekeepers Naturals. They are a really cool company that is disrupting the conventional medicine cabinet by creating nature-powered medicine that actually works. Beekeepers Naturals uses a very special potent natural ingredient called propolis 
Bee propolis acts as the medicine of the beehive. It fights germs and protects the bees with over 300 beneficial vitamins and minerals. It is just as healthy to us as it is to them. I love the bee immune propolis throat spray because I get scratchy throat from allergies and just generally talking all the time. I use it and it soothes that uncomfortable feeling and it's supporting my immune system as I'm doing it, which is really cool. And I also love their cacao superfood honey and the bee chill honey, which has hemp and CBD in it, which is so good. Put that in your coffee in the morning and you kind of have like a chill vibe. It's perfect. Also love their brain feel. Okay. I love all their products, obviously. Check them out, guys. But if you go to beekeepersnaturals.com slash retrograde, they will ship you a free two-week supply of the Bee Immune Propolis Throat Spray with code retrograde. So that's beekeepersnaturals.com slash retrograde. Check out their whole line and you will get a free two-week supply of Bee Immune Propolis Throat Spray. If you start prioritizing your immune health today at beekeepersnaturals.com. 2022 will be easier than... Than 2020, you know, yeah, for sure. And 2021 is easier than 2020. I mean, of course. And people are coming out of you know isolation and all these things. Are it's it's so wonderful and so beautiful. And that's that's something that I'm so grateful for is that people are feeling more comfortable and they're they're doing what they need to do to protect themselves in whatever way to feel like they can go back to life. And I feel that energy of hopefulness. But something that I think that we're going to talk about also is the energy of hopefulness mixed with this energy of, I think you were describing it before we started recording as like, like a tough aspect and like, a, like there's like an unclarity as we emerge and there's still like kind of weird things like afoot where you're like, I'm out, but am I? I'm, I'm here, but are, like, and there's still that level of like kind of almost like mistrust and like uh, there's a weird vibe that's still in the air right now. Exactly. And I'm so happy because like if we go back to like 2021, which is why I wanted to start on that outer level of nodes because it really is telling us what are we letting go? What are we bringing in? Right. With that. So we know, okay, that's our collective, but it also, you know, hits us on a personal level. But then there's the unpacking of especially as all those other planets, it's sort of like you have those big guys doing the big work, you know, the mm-hmm. outer planet, Saturn, Jupiter, and then those inner planets sort of come in and go, okay, we're going to come in and we're going to fill in all the details of how we can get to that maximum best me by the time, like a well-rounded, well-thinking person owning themselves person. Like that's right. Like, 2021 too. And so this section, and this was, yeah, what I really wanted to talk about in, in, in time is we have had like the, for a good month and, and really February, I think is where it started that Mercury retrograde in Aquarius was sort of, you know, joining Jupiter. There was a bit of like, uh, unsettledness, we could say. But then as soon as the sun went into Aries, we've had this sun and Venus and Aries squaring Pluto in Capricorn. And just even by sign, even because I'm a, I'm a degreeist, like I'm mm-hmm. really not like, when it gets really tight. I have really small orbs, but um, when it's in sign, we're in, we're in those conversations. And so the energy around that, like the most common word that comes up is I'm just off. Like I just, I don't, I feel weird or mm-hmm. in, so what's happening to us with this transit 
is the sun in Aries. Here's the interesting thing. The sun is at its exaltation when it's in Aries. So arguably, like even more. You always know when an Aries walks in the room. (laughs) You do. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and there's something, there can be something beautiful in that as well. Totally. I love Aries. Medicine. And, you know, the two places for the astro nerds know that, you know, the sun likes being in both Leo and Aries. The difference between that, though, is when it's exalted in Aries. This is so Aries. It it doesn't have responsibility. When it's in Leo, it's responsible (laughs) for the sign. When it's in Aries, it's like I get to be. And I really, my favorite Aries statement is that it can be potentially the most spirit-infused physical expression. Like it's that moment when spirit hits the body and you remember who you are and you're this creator and the world has not like made you feel guilty or bad yet. Totally. So like in jet and you know, there's always a whole chart who knows, you know, um, they could have other things going on, but that is the agenda, you know, but that that's what it's trying to teach us is coming into our most inner authentic self, like that self me you know, and, and I just mean that it non-ego, but it's who am I? And then we have the Venus in Aries. So Venus is not so happy in Aries. It's, it's debilitated in Aries and, you know, it's a little too hot, but what it does is it brings things up and Venus is, is, you know, the ruler of like our worth, how we feel about ourselves. but it really is that self worth energy. Okay. Mm. So we have this agenda of sun, self, Venus, value. How do we value ourselves? And so that's a topic. And by the way, Mm. sorry, I get so delineated, but it's just good. Venus also rules the brain. It's not just our physicalness, our physical body. It's, it's our brain. And so like all those wires, all that, you know, our patterns are being triggered especially Mm -hmm. in this last month, because that Pluto square and Capricorn, and by the way, Cardinal, it's like, we're going to get this done. So I don't care how the most easy to just, you know, disassociate goes somewhere else when they're having problems. Mm -hmm. Everybody's affected by this. And, but there's a purpose. It isn't, it is not for punishment. It is not to make you feel bad. It's this really potent time to sort of clear some things up so that, you know, Pluto, it forces us to sort of look in those deeper crevices of like where we need to sort of uh, reconstitute, re- rehabilitate, mm-hmm. sort of re-engineer our personal concept of worth and how we value ourselves. So that's what's going on right now. And it can hurt. Like, yeah. even though Aries is wonderful as an energy that we are being, you know, bathed in, you know, not everybody has really strong worth and we're supposed to be getting to that that's the whole point like and we're looking at the like I said the bigger picture we're at the phase in the year where we're getting to sort of pull it up and it's not always like this when sun or sun venus 
are in Aries, you know, it's just during this section of time when Pluto's going through Capricorn. Mm. So the nice thing is this is we're at the end of Pluto and Capricorn, you know, in another year or two, we won't get this opportunity again. So Mm -hmm. it's really good. So we're letting it pull up. But Stephanie, like I think I was sharing with you as well, that it's really hard on people right now. I've never seen so many people not valuing themselves. That's Venus and Aries. And I just want, you know, if you're one of those people just questioning your value, please wait, you know, because part of what happens is we have these ports in the storm. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about too, because we have Venus going into Taurus um, and then Jupiter will go into Pisces and just Mm -hmm. they're going to cross over a little bit coming up here. And what that is, they're both like in their place. They're they're It's like these ports in the storm. So what I'm kind of asking people to do is observe the opportunity to have all this stuff come up. And then when you get this Venus, which by the way, Venus goes into, goes into Taurus on the 14th and will be there through of April through Mm -hmm. May 19th. Oh, that's so soon. Yeah, exactly. That's that's That's, yesterday, according to this recording. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So we're right there. But I think we'll be talking to people of like, you know, I've been in this state of mind. And if it hasn't hit you yet, sometimes it takes a few days, like even three degrees for a planet to get into a sign to really feel it. Mm. Um, So like even within a few days, but then there's like a remedy and you know, like you just might automatically feel better. Like I can't try to feel bad about what I was feeling bad. And so what I would ask people to do is use that bounty of feeling better to take what came up during this last month and really like solve those problems. Right. A A good way to look at it is let's say like, oh my gosh, I have this horror, you know, this bill that's due, I'm going to lose my car, my house, whatever. And then all of a sudden there's this bounty of money that comes in. And instead of paying the debt, we go and buy other things. And then we still have the debt then right. after we spend the money. So it's like that. Think of it in that way. Well, isn't like the very Capricorn thing to need to kind of like adhere to your responsibility before anything else? Yeah, there's, there's exactly Pluto. Pluto's the, at the end. It's I think it's 26 degrees right now in Capricorn. Mm-hmm. And it's that like, I only have a four degrees left to really school you on, you know, yeah, take care of your business. And then we can play and have fun, you know, that's right. the thing. So like, but on an emotional level, because I think that's actually where people are being hit the hardest and, and second guessing their worth second guessing the plans they made for themselves. Is this really going to work? We're also, this is the other really big thing that's going on is, you know, as stuff comes up in us, whatever we're uncomfortable with, what do we do? We project it onto the other. Mm-hmm. And so we've got a lot of like, we're just walking around in a world of mirrors right now. Right. And that, um, you know, just dealing with it, having an understanding and being compassionate and being compassionate with yourself, being compassionate with others. Because I think when people are dealt with kindness, you know, that it's easier to go through that hump. And that's the, the, the maximum gift of Pluto is like, if you're willing to do this work, we will eradicate this down to the last cell. Right. <laughs> you know? Let's do it. 
Mm-hmm. We can do it. And that's where that Venus and Taurus is really nice because then, you know, I think number one, it's really important to like allow some nourishment, allow some, you know, when it goes in like the uh, Venus and Taurus is the ultimate like sensual placement. It's like getting back and feeling good in your body, mm-hmm. like you know, the pleasures, the bodily pleasures of like, you know, that the earthly vessel was engineered to experience, like remembering what it is to be human. And that is the other flip side of, you know, we can say with the vaccine, you know, that there are those who are going, okay, it's removing my fear. I can, you know, so just there's a, there's not as heavy of a load on the collective. So that's being released. So it's like, it it does help alleviate, I think. Yeah a lot. And so, you know, like, just, like I said, allowing us to, um, you know, just have a good meal with, with, you know, make love, listen to good music, you know, just like get into that pleasure center again, like indulge yourself, but then, okay, now that I feel good, I can be making better decisions from, right. I'm not in fear anymore. And then there's that wiring thing I was talking about with Aries where the the mal programming or the mal wires come up. But this is this is when we are supposed to be naturally creating the new, you know, Mm -hmm. there's so many places we could go down. There's so much information out in the world of rewiring so many programs, but just just the act of choosing something else is the reignition of a new wire. Time for a snack break. Guys, quick break from one of our sponsors today. We're talking about outstanding foods. They are a great alternative to unhealthy snacks. Literally just an hour ago, I was taking a break from my computer and I walked into the living room and my boyfriend was enjoying the pig out pigless pork rinds. These are fully plant-based and in the nacho cheese flavor, he handed me the bag. So delicious. And they sound kind of naughty, but They're baked, not fried, and they're free of gluten, GMOs, soy, and trans fat. I'm a big fan. I also love their puffs, which are so delicious. And they're the first ever snack you can also have as a meal because each bag has 21 grams of protein and has the nutrients of a multivitamin, including iron, calcium, vitamins B12, and D. And those come in four delicious flavors, including Hella Hot, Pizza Parte, White Cheddar, and chill ranch. And I'm a big fan of the pizza parte. Who doesn't love a parte? So that's the retrograde listeners. If you're into a plant-based snack that's crunchy and delicious, Outstanding Foods is offering you guys 25% off your first order. Go to outstandingfoods.com slash retrograde. Use our code retrograde at checkout to claim the deal. That's O-U-T-S-T-A-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-O-D-S.com slash retrograde. Yum. Okay, guys, if you've been listening to the show over the years, in particular the last month or so, you've heard us talk about our love for the brand, The Nuco. The Nuco is a clean supplement brand on a mission to improve our health by addressing not just physical well being, but mental, environmental, and social well being too. They have moved into skincare when they take a totally different approach with ingestible and topical supplements that focus on improving the long term health of our skin. And they just launched Barrier Culture, which is a brand new cleanser and moisturizer duo 
offering a universal preventative approach in a two-step skincare. As I've talked about, basically ad nauseum on this show, I've been through it with my skin and I'm always really trepidatious when I'm trying new things. But the research and development that went into bringing the barrier culture duo to the market really caught my eye. And I also really appreciate their lens in wanting us to simplify our skincare. Barrier culture follows the less is more approach helping to reduce the products you need in your routine while restoring the skin barrier to combat dryness, sensitivity, breakouts, and fine lines. The cleanser deeply cleans the skin, removing dirt, pollution, and makeup without stripping the skin and leaving it feel tight. It really feels so nice when you use this and then you follow it with the moisturizer, which layers hydrating, moisturizing, rebuilding, and repairing actives into the formula for an instantly plump effect while supporting the long-term health of your skin. I love these products so much. I also love the Skin Filter, which is an ingestible retinol. I'm on my second bottle, feeling great about my skin, guys. And we have a promo code over at thenewco.com for you guys. That's T-H-E-N-U-E-C-O.com. You get 30% off using our code TSR30, and it works for everything on the site. So go wild. I have to shout out their Neutro Focus, which is a supplement I've been taking in the morning, which has, among other things, lion's mane, L-theanine, ginkgo biloba, rhodiola. I love this. Thenewco.com, code TSR30. You're going to love it, kids. Now back to the show. So let's talk about, you know, moving into the summer because I'm also having this like weird feeling that the summer is going to be really intense. Okay. This is perfect because that brings us into the other big thing that's happening this year is Jupiter moving into Pisces for this little kind of little stay. So why does it move out of Aquarius into Pisces and then back? It's just the nature of its orbit, but I'm happy. I'm actually, I love that you asked that. (laughs) It is doing something a little unusual so quickly. Usually it takes longer for, because it takes Jupiter on average, Jupiter spends one year in a sign. And as we can see, May is not even halfway, you know, through the year. Right. And it just like ran to Aquarius and I, I'm sorry, ran through Aquarius out mm-hmm. of and that's sort of where I, I just look at it as it, when Jupiter was in Capricorn, you know, this is a benefic lesson, you know, when our benefics are suppressed and Jupiter is the greater benefic, meaning right. it's hard to get Jupiter down, but it was so compromised with, you know, the South node, because again, South node edit refinement, Pluto and Saturn and Saturn, it's Lord, meaning that it it's, it's landlord or it's boss. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've kind of likened it to the superhero, the part in the superhero movie where the hero's locked in the dungeon. It's the hero's going to get out, but it can't, the hero can't do anything for you. So it, Jupiter really couldn't do anything for us for a little while. Mm-hmm. And just like in getting out of Capricorn in that really strong suppression, it like just ran <laughs> to its place of empowerment, Pisces, which we will experience. It's like a, it's a drink of water. It's that mm. balm for the wound. And it is much better in Aquarius, but Saturn rules Aquarius. So it still has Saturn as its, you know, 
it's answering to Saturn, but they're more negotiating. And actually, there's a beautiful thing with it because it is still, by the way, Aquarius, not saying Aquarians are cold. Um, but they can be. <laughs> looking at it from, you know, a nature level, it is that highly intellectual energy, which we need right now. There's mm-hmm. a bit of that in that, okay, we're kind of changing some bigger social structures and we need the big guys, Saturn and, and Jupiter to be doing some of the bigger work of like, mm. so kind of maybe we move emotion aside, we have to bring this social justice into balance. And so it is doing really important work, but it's like this move into cancer. There's actually some um, alleviation. Mm least through July. So it's also that compassion. Like if we're looking at everything, but wait a minute, wait a minute, we have to have compassion and love like Jupiter and Pisces. It's a big love, you know, vibration being mm. compassionate yourself, compassionate with others. And it just straight up makes things easier. That makes me feel happy. And it will go back in. So it's almost like, okay, I'm getting refreshment, but then I have to go back in to Aquarius. So we will go back into Aquarius. And so it is unusual that it's going in, but it always does like the planets, you know, the retrograde cycle, you know, it's like when we're, you know, there's a time when we're on the same side as the sun where it feels like it's going direct. And then when it's retrograde is when it's on the other side of the planet. And Mm so, sorry, the sun. And so it always is going to go forward and go backwards, go forwards and go backwards. And so, Ends, you know, a few months retrograde every, every year, all the outer planets do. Mm-hmm. So it's not, that's not a big deal. It is a big deal that it jumped to Pisces so fast, but then we're more balanced and ground grounded. And so that's the point I'm trying to make of like, okay, I'm trying to bring balance, social justice and coming out of Capricorn. Another way to say it is coming out of fear coming out of <gasps> deprivation, coming out of these structures are bad and we're like a, a little traumatized to, okay, I'm getting that nap. I got a shower. I had a good meal, a big drink of water. Okay, now let's take a look at things. We're more fit as a whole to then bring society, I think, you know, to a better so people are going to have sort of like a relief from from the 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 stress and the trauma of 2020 and that like a lot of people are going to be vaccinated. A lot of people are going to feel happier to leave their house. There's going to be more of a community element. We're going to see people we haven't seen before. We're going to exchange love and relationships and all these things that we haven't. Like there's so many people that I miss so much. And we're going to we're going to be able to hug our friends. Mm-hmm. And that that's it. That's it's, nice. That is, I think, like. Again, astrology, what is that life and art imitating life? Or I don't know if I'm saying yeah. that of with astrology where, you know, Jupiter and Pisces, that is that energy. We see people comfortable and we see people, okay, they got their vaccine. So they're feeling more open and safe. And and the other thing I wanted to bring up was travel, because Jupiter yeah. of travel. So that would be the thing that I would say as far as like Ooh, there might be a thing that we might really feel like, you know, we can go now, but it's going to go back into Aquarius. So it's not quite yet. Like we might have some mobility, but then there might be some, you know, complications in the works and we have to really, and probably, you know, 
this doesn't take an astrologer or a psychic to figure out like, you know, putting legislature in maybe, you know, we're going to have to go through court systems. Like what's, what's the logistics of, you know, having vaccine passport that may be okay. We need to look at this again. We need to see what's realistic. What isn't realistic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't even think that's up for conversation in in the legislative sense yet. I think that's just or of a like tech on a legislative level, are we going to allow the big companies, you know, who are the pharmaceutical companies, are they the ones in control of who travels and not travel? Like, right. So we're still in that Pluto dynamic. Yeah, that's my question. Like with the Pluto of it all for like the greater societal conversation, you know, I guess it's like it's it's human rights with respect to ourselves and the collective. And how can we honor our own bodies and selves while also uh, honoring and respecting and taking care of each other. Yes. So that's like what I'm like, whoa, where are we going to land with all this? And that may be where we have, like I said, okay, I, I took a nap, I took a shower and now I, maybe I can have a better conversation of understanding where you're coming from and having compassion when we actually go to really look at these things. I am idealistic and optimistic. I know, me too. But I do think that that and, and is what it's gearing towards. I'm very excited for the continual scientific advancement of how we deal with this world. My only like chagrin and my only like, and maybe it's like the dark Scorpio in me or whatever is like, I want us humans to recognize that it's not just us in a vacuum fighting a virus. It's us on a planet trying to like develop harmonious relationship to our environment. And those are the things that I feel are being left out of the conversation. So I guess like on, you know, in an astrological sense, like when do people start waking up to the connection (laughs) with all these things? Like even for myself, you know, just when you're learning something, right. Or a child, you can't know like the answer until you know how to put things together and then puzzle. And on a, and I don't care, on some level, every human living right now is learning how to, like I said, gather the information. And I don't think there'll be that synthesis mm-hmm. until next year. Yeah. And just, and that there's good in the allowing people to find their way because we shouldn't have to know the right way or the right answer or the right way to like, I said, research something. That's what this is. It's yeah. Gemini. We are all learning. So don't we, didn't we love the teacher that allowed us to make a mistake and then come online and then like, yeah. okay, and through the mistake is, you know, and again, I hope you and everybody hears, I'm not saying any one thing is a mistake. I'm talking holistically. Or totally. Holistically. Like allow yourself to try to overcome something you've never thought you could overcome or bring something in. So mm-hmm. I don't think that that kind of harmonizing, coming together, having mutual respect, all of that in whatever level, even, you know, governmentally, you know, we need, we need a Pluto return. I think mm-hmm. And that, like, I think it's beautiful that we are doing the work. It's certainly not perfect. And that's the other thing, not expecting everybody to get it right, right now. 
I am just, like I said, I've said it five times probably already. I am sitting back and waiting until January next year (laughs) to sort of even go, okay, here is a, I think this could be a solution that I could offer those who would want this solution, you know, because it's mutable. Everything's moving right now. And it's like, didn't we learn, here's, this is my other thing is like, didn't we learn anything from the Trump years? Like, so many of us lost relationships with our loved ones. So many of us had such a hard time communicating, connecting with people who didn't share the same views and values as us. And if I could look, if I could go back to 2016 and tell myself at that time anything, it would be don't make this the hill that you die on it with the people that you love. Like try to have more open conversations, like try to not make it about me versus you, us versus them, wrong versus right. Like that is what I learned from that time. Because like on a personal level, it was like my relationship with my own parent, you know, like was very effective. A lot of people, right? Exactly. And it's like me, like some people, like their parents died during that time and they never got to have a relationship with them. Like these are world issues that affect everyone. But at the same time, on an interpersonal level, like I'm more interested in hearing your reasoning and and all that and not needing to tell you that you're wrong or right. Just, oh, that's fascinating that you feel like that, but not being inflamed and angered by it or or as though it like, I mean, it's tough with the Trump stuff, obviously, but at the same time, it's like, you know what? He did illuminate a space where we all needed to see where there was a lot of fucked up shit going on. And for that reason, it was all part of the bigger plan. Yep. And it, it's just like in the back of my head, I'm laughing too, because it's like, okay, North Node and Gemini, South Node and... Sag, it's like the anatomy of a conspiracy. It's like, mm-hmm. boy, it's like giving whatever oxygen, like an infection or anything would need, like anything that grows, right? And so like on either end, it's, it just, it is crazy. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be sobering up. Like that, that is the sobering moment, you know, I think is we're moving towards it, but And certainly I'm not saying 2022 is perfect, but it's like, I think that's more of a kumbaya a little bit, a little Mm -hmm, bit, you mm -hmm. know, being able to, okay, we're both coming from these polarized places, but what can we do to learn from each other on the things, you know, and move forward because it's a, it's a world for everyone, right? And when do the billionaires start getting taxed appropriately? <laughs> but seriously, when do they start giving back? It got voted in. So that let I, you know, I haven't been keeping track with his policies yet. I just like have been enjoying the um, collective relief. <laughs> <coughs> totally. It's like, okay, just the collective feels relaxed. You know, yeah. I don't care what side you're, you're sitting on. You have to admit things, you know, where it's another nap, right. Or, or shower, mm-hmm. you know, but that hopefully that, you know, those are the things that start to um, also happen. That is more of the, I think the Pluto return stuff, mm-hmm. that's literally that Pluto and cap that's, that's, you know, massive wealth. Yeah. And the other thing I just have to say too is I remember when Pluto first went into Capricorn, I think that was like in 2008, like, and you do your speculation, like, what is it going to be? Because none of us have been alive for that. And 
you know, just that those issues of power and the power structures and what needs to be demolished, but also the imposition of power, you know, and so and misuse of power, you know, it's so that it's like these last agendas coming from mm-hmm. a more place of compassion. And when, you know, when I, d- I talked about the nation's chart a little bit with you guys a few years ago, and one of the things like the, the U S has sun, Jupiter, Venus and cancer, meaning the benefics are together with the sun, mm. Jupiter's exalted that great place for Jupiter that, you know, the sun is for Aries. And so there is a bit of that, you know, and it's eighth house, meaning, you know, spreading the wealth or whatever, or doing like the right thing. It's cancer, it's compassion, you know, it's mm-hmm. but being, having a plan around it. It isn't just, you know, water in the ground, water in the dirt. It, it you know, creeps. So I think we'll get to see more of that once Pluto just even, has its return and then leaves. The nation mm-hmm. was 27, I believe, 20, that right? 27 or 28. Uh, okay. So it's at the very end and then it moves into Aquarius, which is a whole other topic. Well, it's interesting that it's at the end because it does feel like it's, it's at the end where it's like, okay, this is the ultimate expansion of the way this structure can hold water and it needs to burst. Yes. In order to, it's almost like the, the bursting of the water coming down into the people. That's literally what needs to happen because we don't have, there's no ability to sustain this model anymore. Right. Right. And re-looking at regulation and how, mm-hmm. and you know, updating, we have to update. And so though, I think that will be Pluto's, hopefully it'll be a good parting gift from Pluto is that it puts things on a more balanced level. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ju- I'll just say like I, you know, Jupiter and Pisces, we get a glimpse of it this summer. Cool. But we have this next year, like it does give us more of a cushion and more of a flow and that, you know, I think it was like the same time in 2018 where I, I was trying to prep. I'm always prepping people for what's ahead, you know, mm-hmm. Um, but that Ju- when Jupiter would be in Sag, it's like, you're going to get a lot of bounty, but then you're going to need it in 2020. So it's a little, a little bit of the same thing of 2022, where we get more bounty and flow, but it's like, we're growing up. Let's, mm-hmm. when I say we, I mean, collectively, not just as humanity, but in this country, we're, gr- we're, gr- we have to adult, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, what do I do with my bounty of whatever that is? How do you, how, how do you define resources? Mm-hmm. Right. So we get, that's a conversation I think for later, but I, I would hope people will look at that as they go into next year, like, wow, I'm feeling really good. And that's what today is like. When I say today, I just mean like coming off of this series and we're going to go up and down through this, through all of 2021 of like questioning our worth and our value and also undoing what we thought we were supposed to be, or what did my parents want me to be? What does this, how does society accept me? We can't get away with that anymore. We, we were born unique to be unique. Mm. So that's the other thing. Like, let's grab this medicine right now and give ourselves permission to see what that is, you know? Yeah. So yeah. That- Woo. Woo. 
Wow. Well, I feel like we could talk about many more things. We must wrap, but thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure and my joy. This has been so illuminating. And I feel like given me a sense of just, you know, I was feeling, I, I'll be honest, I was feeling like fearful about um, this intensity that I sort of see. And maybe it's just a social media thing and whatever. I was like, fuck, I hope this doesn't get more intense. But what I'm hearing is that we're actually going to hit some sort of I don't know, collective understanding for a moment at least. And maybe in that time, it will give us the gift of remembering that. So when we move into some more difficult times, we won't be as fucking ferocious with each other. Right. And still be able to do what we want to do and not feel like we have to be afraid of what anybody else's perspective is. Mm -hmm. Good synthesizer there. (laughs) um okay thank you shannon you guys can find her at moon gathering as you know and um we will do another astro check-in again because this is so fucking important no i think i think there's so much we covered yeah yeah but how powerful astrology is as like the to get a hand on a handle on like what is happening and that there's purpose behind it mm-hmm. it's, and that it's always this is my feeling that it's always moving us to the light always yeah. so yeah all right guys well i hope you move through the light in your day namaste listening bye, bye.